Good morning, this is Poan Petrov and you are listening to episode number 5 of the morning show for managers. The topic for this morning is professional vanity. Now, professional vanity is not a good or a bad thing, but it, it is something that is a major source for the so-called arc of distortion that 99.9% of the managers have some kind of arc of distortion. So if you remember from some of the previous episodes, the arc of distortion gives you an idea about the difference between your good intentions and the bad impact that you may you might have on the people that you are working with. For example, if you want to be a very supportive manager, you care too much, you touch base with your people every so often, uh, this might be perceived. So you have a good intention to be to create a positive atmosphere, safety, uh, uh, you are very approachable, etc., etc. But the bad impact that you might have on some of the people from your team is that you are kind of a micromanager. Nobody wants to be micromanaged. I have for the last twenty plus years, I have never met a single person who says I need more micromanagement in my life. There is no such person yet. Every now and then, including myself, managers become micromanagers. They tend to be overly, uh, overly, overly protective. Sometimes give too much details, give too many directions, etc., etc. Instead of just giving the go and making sure that uh, the people from your team actually make the effort and figure out for themselves how to reach the target. Now, professional vanity. Now, let's go back to the topic of the professional vanity. It's not something, as I said in the very beginning, it's not something bad because unless you have some level of professional vanity, uh, probably you are not going to strive to be really good at what you do in your professional area. But what happens is that when uh, the dose is not the right dose of this uh, quality, as a matter of fact, for any other quality, so any management quality that you might have or aspire to have and develop, if you overdo it, it just becomes a weakness. No doubt about this. Uh, Now I'll give you specific examples of when this professional vanity actually makes close to impossible the work of big teams where uh, there is no uh, there's no absolutely no doubt that all the managers in the room are smart intelligent and uh, have strive for excellence but yet best uh, probably because they have too much of an ego and too much of a professional vanity somehow they clash and cannot uh, actually uh, do their best to work together as a team. Now, it's very, uh, it's very normal for different managers from the different departments to have opposing interests. Let's say uh, the people from the marketing uh, department and from and the people from the sales department might have, at some level, a common goal. But at some level, the marketing guys try to read and predict the behavior of the consumers of the consumers but in the end of the day this uh, it is the sales guys that actually uh, 
can see where the rubber meets the road and uh, what the clients are really saying and more importantly <laughs> what the clients are really buying and uh, I'll give you a very specific example uh, when we were working with a company where I had in the room uh, two of the department heads fighting each other one of them uh, was the marketing manager and the other one was the sales manager and what stand uh, standing was uh, what was like a, um, a barrier between them was the professional vanity that each and every one of them had too much of a professional vanity so for whatever reason they could not reach the targets the ambitious targets that they had uh, in the previous quarter and the marketing guys say that uh, they have done their very best they uh, have launched uh, very good campaigns but the the sell the sales guys were lazy and were not actually picking up all the uh, all the buzz that the marketing created in the same time the sales guys uh, had uh, another argument that uh, these marketing guys are launching campaigns without advising with them without asking for their opinion without without gathering uh, gathering uh, any intelligence uh, from the field and more importantly without uh, explaining what the marketing the new marketing campaigns are all about uh, and what are the key selling propositions that uh, are there so it, it happens that the clients see the campaigns on TV, radio, uh, and on the internet, <laughs> and sometimes the clients have more information about the ca- the campaigns, uh, more information than the sales guys. So they fight each other, and the reason is that uh, the marketing director say, uh, has a lot of professional vanity, so he he does not want to listen to the sales guys uh, as of they're beneath him, uh, and. Uh, in the opposite direction the sales director actually doesn't really listen again so it's a business of listening i think and and this is where comes the advice of how to overcome the professional vanity that you or the people that you're working might have but i'm not talking about the professional vanity of the people around you even if you see it you can uh, do to be honest nothing about it the only thing that you can do about the professional vanity is the one that you have it's not about the other people it's about you so if you if you think that the the, uh, the people from your team have too much of a professional vanity and uh, they don't listen uh, in the way that you would like to you can do nothing about them you you cannot change them but what you can do is to change yourself and being a role model of uh, starting to listen to feedback and uh, proactively collecting feedback about what you can improve in your work and uh, actually this is the first step that uh, i would like to share with you on how to balance this professional vanity and to turn it from a weakness to something that um, keeps you in check so the first thing is really to start self-reflecting about your own not about other people's professional vanity about your own is it isn't it too much if you think that uh, other people cannot get you cannot understand you or uh, even that they are stupid 
So it means that probably your professional vanity is uh, out of control. So the first thing is to do some reflection. And the other thing that is, uh, is very useful, and I have done it uh, throughout the years, is to ask two or three people uh, from your company to give you some feedback on what, how they perceive you, how they perceive you, and uh, if they can give you some advice on what you can change to improve your managerial style. So the tricky part here is who to ask for feedback. And uh, all the people in your company fall into three categories. So the first category is uh, your friends, uh, your fans maybe. So these are not the right people to ask for feedback. Uh, so you're in a circle, don't talk to them. Uh, this is the first category. The second category are the haters. So these are the people that will give negative feedback feedback regardless of uh, what you do. So don't talk to them. But there is a, a third category of people in your company. I call them the loving critics. So these are the people who care about you so much so that they are going to give you feedback but they are not they don't have emotional attachment uh, in your relationship so that uh, can be honest so pick two or three uh, guys from your organization who fall into this category of loving critics and ask for feedback what, what can you, you can improve and take it from there yeah so i think this is pretty much it, uh, episode number five, professional vanity. So the first thing is to recognize it within yourself and to see it that it might be the barrier uh, for you working with the uh, managers of other teams, but also with uh, the people from uh, your own team. And uh, two ways to uh, get this professional <laughs> vanity in check is self-reflection. And the second part is ask for feedback. This is it from me. Have a good day and uh, talk to you soon.